It is time for Town Talk, our monthly review of accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham. We've had all of those things today. It's brought to you at this time on the first Tuesday of each month by Prime Materials Recovery. With facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street, Willimantic, Prime Materials Recovery assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery as we present Jim Rivers, the Wyndham Town Manager. Mr. Town Manager, some good things going on in the town of Wyndham right now, aren't there? There are a lot of good things going on. Good morning, Wayne, and thanks for having me again. I like having you on because I like getting updates on what's going on in the town, including some development news that's moving along full steam ahead. Well, we, uh, again, uh, it, it seems slow at times, but if you look back, we've... Uh, really got a lot accomplished in the last few years in, in, the, in spite of the, uh, the pandemic. But a lot of the projects we've been talking about are moving right along. Uh, Mr. Kelly is this people over there every day working uh, not as fast as we'd like. We'd like to see it all finished and complete, but there is progress being made every day over there. Uh, the big news the last few weeks was uh, the Murray Building, also known as the Hurley's Building, um, there's been a project ongoing there for a number of years, maybe a dozen years, 10 years, um, including uh, having some funds from the state of Connecticut to remodel and rebuild that facility or that building. And finally, it sounds like they're about to start. Um, that's uh, a group of people in town that have been trying to put together a package to, to restore that building and get some activity there. Uh, it'll be a bunch of uh, maybe 15 housing units with a couple of commercial units on the lower floor. But we are probably going to see some progress there in the next few months. Uh, so that's very exciting. It's a high-visibility building right across from the radio station. Um, the uh, project in North Windham that was approved by Planning and Zoning a couple months ago, they're going to be begin construction in the next month or two to start to see some activity out there. The old gas station, I think it's 1248 Main Street, where we had taken down, we had, we had acquired the building through foreclosure uh, uh, or a tax uh, uh, deed in lieu of. Uh, we have been working on remediating the various issues at that gas station, and it looks like we have a grant from the state of Connecticut to do the remediation for the, for the subsurface issues of $123,000. So that's on the agenda tonight for the town council. We had put the, the property out for bid to see if we would get any development activity on the property, and we do have one uh, bidder, that, a successful bidder, that is going to build a small uh, shopping center or sh uh, commercial building there. So that's moving along. Uh, in front of the VFW, we have, uh, again, a dollar store, and folks, some folks don't like dollar stores, but uh, that property, that parcel that's been sitting there for many years is going to be developed into a dollar store for more tax dollars and more and more store over there for people to shop. Yeah, the uh, gas station property you're talking about is the old Knight's Oil, which is kind of a half a block or even closer than that to the old CLNP building down there. So there is some progress going on there. And uh, what's going on with the old Ocean State job lot location on West Main Street? Not much work done inside that building, is there? Uh, that they they should be working in there. I haven't seen it myself. I haven't been over there in a while, but I believe there, you know, there's going to be a job lot there. Uh, 
that is what we've been told. And again, there's been activity in the uh, in the land use uh, office for a permit to reconstruct that into a new store. And I think a oh, big lots. I'm sorry, big lots is the name of the uh, of the store that's going there. And backing up to the uh, the Foster Building, which some of us remember as the Willie Trust Building, just remind people with the slow progress, but progress is a key word there, that's going on, what the long-range goal, what that building will become, what are they working on developing it into? You're talking about the Foster Building? Yes. Okay, the Foster Building, that's the, the Mr., one of Mr. Kelly's projects. Uh, that is going to be 47 housing units again, with a few commercial units on the bottom floor or the, or the, the main street floor. Um, that, uh, again, uh, one and two bedrooms primarily. I think maybe all of them are one and two bedrooms. Balconies, uh, again, he's started to strip a lot of the facade off on three of the sides. Um, part of the holdup has been closing the sidewalk in the front uh, to strip off the front uh, facade. But inside, they've been working regularly. You see some framing in there. Um, they've been working on, as I reported earlier, the elevator shaft needed to be relocated. So that's been a big project. But they are making progress. There are you know, vehicles over there and workers over there almost daily. And speaking of housing developments, what about the one coming up soon in North Wyndham? We think that that's going to start in July. Uh, the, you know, you'll start to see heavy equipment over there clearing of the areas that need to be cleared. Uh, but that project should move very quickly. It's very well funded. It's a group, uh, a development group that has done this before. Uh, they, in fact, they go from project to project. So they're lifting up their team in another place and bringing it over there. So that, that should not take very long to see those 136 or so housing units go up. And you touched on the town council meeting tonight. What else is on the agenda? Uh, there is not a whole lot on the agenda. Like I said, uh, we have that uh, Brownfields grant, uh, again, uh, to help with the uh, 1248, the Knights Oil Station. Uh, there really isn't a whole lot, some routine things on there, but uh, not, a, not a whole lot on the agenda tonight that might pique the interest of the public. Um, it's, summer is usually a slower time for us. We don't have the budgets. We don't have uh, you know, other types of issues. But uh, it's a virtual meeting. Anyone can join it and speak if they'd like. There are two points during the meeting where there's public comment. And one of your biggest fans, uh, Anne, says the uh, St. Mary's, St. Joseph's school property. What's happening to it? Is it still owned by the Catholic Church? Is it closed permanently? Okay, so that, that I'm not sure about the permanent closure. It is still owned by the Catholic Church, and Again, the old school has no activity that I'm aware of in there. Uh, I believe it's still vacant, but I don't know about whether it's going to be closed permanently. And I've heard both stories that it may be closed permanently, but I've also heard they may try to reopen the school, but I'm not sure. Tell me about the food truck fest that happened last weekend. So we had, uh, again, we got, I think, up to 30 or so events. Almost every weekend there's an event on the stage, sometimes two, and last weekend, we had, uh, we had it last year. Uh, this gentleman puts up, you know, food truck festivals throughout New England. And uh, he has two for this year for uh, Wyndham. And one of them was this last weekend, and it went very well. I think they had 
uh, at least a dozen food trucks and people coming and going through the day. It was very well attended, or more well attended than last year, I was told. So it's, uh, again, we, we continue to build the venue. People get used to coming there or looking on the sign or looking to see what's going to happen next there. And that's what we're looking for. People to point their cars, not just from within Wyndham, but outside of Wyndham to come here and use our, our wonderful facilities on the Jolson and the stage. So it, it's working. It seems to be working for sure this year. One of the most important things that's happened in the last month since we last talked, Jim, was not only did the budgets pass, they passed with flying colors. Why did that happen? Yeah, I, I'm uh, very happy to see the numbers after the, you know, not everybody looks at the results. Uh, they want to know whether it's up or down, but I, I kind of dig into the numbers a little bit. And, uh, you know, we passed by two to one overall in the town and in the, in the city. Uh, it was more like three to one, uh, fairly low turnout, uh, but nevertheless, uh, very good news and support for what we've been doing in town. I think that's the first thing, but the rate, you know, the, the mill rate went down substantially this year, and it's not a revaluation year. Sometimes in revaluation years, you see that the mill rate may be adjusted down to make up for increased values. That's not what happened this cycle. Uh, this is purely increases in revenues uh, versus the expenditures in uh, pretty much across the board, the school system, the town, and the city. Uh, but, you know, uh, remarkable was uh, only 87 people voted no in the city, where about three-quarters of our population is located, and 87 has got to be uh, a record low for, for a no, no vote on a budget in the town of Wyndham and the city of Wilmanic. So uh, that, is, that is something that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a numbers wonk, I'm a statistics wonk, and I, I really like to see that. That's encouraging the support for the police and the fire department especially in these very difficult times uh, for their work, uh, is, is something that I'm very proud of. Taxes down because of the way the budget's passed. With this budget, are there services that we didn't offer in the past that are now offered for Wyndham residents? Uh, we, did, we did put some things into the budget that had really been needed for a long time, so it will increase and in help with services. Uh, notably in the police department, we have, we've added a full-time uh, a mental health social worker type person to try to help uh, stem uh, issues before they become uh, more more severe issues to the community. Um, we have uh, added um, funds in the police department budget also for quality of life issues. And I know a lot of people are concerned about the motorbikes and the fireworks and things like graffiti, things like that, that we don't always get to because there are more serious issues that the police department is inundated with. Uh, so we put aside $50,000 for overtime and special assignments, uh, additional $50,000 to address those quality of life issues. We've also increased um, uh, more money for camera, camera programs. We now have the body cameras and the, and the cruiser cameras on, uh, but we also have put another $100,000 in there for cameras throughout the city to work in conjunction with the other cameras that already exist, uh, both from the DOT and uh, private cameras. It helps us put together uh, to try to solve crime. Uh, we're not going to do the plate reader, send somebody a ticket automatically. That is not what we're doing with these cameras. I know people are concerned about that. That is not what's happening. Uh, that does happen in other parts of the country. That's not, not what's happening here. And then on the town side, we've added some resources to the information technology group, uh, the building and fire department, fire inspection area, uh, planning and zoning, uh, zoning, uh, zoning enforcement officer. Uh, we, we again have 
have been very short-staffed in some of these areas, uh, which has put strain on the organization. And, and certainly, uh, these are areas that are very critical right now uh, for life safety and, of course, for uh, you know various cyber issues that uh, everybody's uh, everybody has to deal with right now. So we did add a few things, but it was you know we we were able to accomplish that through a very large increase in revenues. Uh, both uh, everything was firing on, on all cylinders here. We had increase in grant list growth, about 4% this year. We had new grants from the state of Connecticut or, or additional grants for payment in lieu of taxes on state property. Uh, and then we had department revenues that were up. There's a lot of activity in Wyndham, and that generates uh, you know, conveyance fees and building fees, and that also helped uh, offset the uh, increase in expenditures. I'm glad you mentioned the camera thing. I noticed, among other places, that on Pleasant Street, at the south end of the Frog Bridge, above the red lights, there are cameras, and I think they're pointing to the west. Are those for red light violations? Are they just surveillance? What's the use of cameras like that? So so the devices you see over in the intersection, so, uh, sometimes they're cameras, but sometimes they're also uh, it's technology to change the light when an emergency vehicle approaches. So... Uh, it's hard to tell. I'm not an expert. I can't tell which one is which. But um, you'll see a lot of different things sticking up now on intersections. And uh, they could be a camera. They could be, uh, like I said, to change that light as, as emergency vehicles approach. But we're, we're not giving out anybody tickets based on cameras right now in the town of Wyndham. That's not, that's not what those cameras are used for. They might be used to reconstruct accidents or to find some, some bad guy passing through the intersection after a, a, you know, a serious uh, crime or issue. Um, and, and like I said, they're, they're there for different reasons, but we're not reading plates and then sending, you know, sending people a ticket automatically. That's not what we're doing. You mentioned security a moment ago, and with the recent outbreak of gun violence nationwide, are there things being done in the town of Wyndham to keep the Wyndham town buildings, including town hall, safer? Uh, we certainly, in, in recent years, it, it seems like uh, it, it, you know, it's not just you know, the gun issues, but you know, people in, in general are, uh, you know, not always following the rules, whether it's, it's car and traffic incidents or uh, just, you know, acting the way they want to act. And, and it, sometimes it's, a, it's alarming to employees. Um, or if you work at the hospital, of course, that's another more recent issue that occurred. Um, so, you know, as far as the town buildings, you know, we have a number of cameras throughout our buildings. We're continuing to add more security measures to keep our employees safe. Uh, we added, uh, uh, you know, door, uh, door security at the town hall, uh, the exterior and some of the interior doors are now locked electronically. Um, you know, we've added cameras over the years at town hall, the library, uh, the public safety building. We're going to continue to tighten things up. Unfortunately, uh, some people perceive that as that we're not more open to the public, that we're less open to the public, that nothing could be, uh, further from the truth. We're, we're always there available to assist the public. This has nothing to do with our ability to assist the public. But we have to keep people that are there to maybe do the staff harm, uh, uh, you know, uh, in some separation and some some safety measures to help uh, keep our, sta- our staff safe. And, you know, certainly uh, I'm not going to get into all the measures that we take on, on air here, but, uh, you know, if we feel there's a threat or, or a risk to the employees, uh, you know, we may, may include... Uh, using police officers uh, at the right times, like we did at the library, as an example, uh, four years ago. We were having a lot of issues at the library, so we put a police officer there at times, and, and it worked. Uh, we, we got things kind of back in, in line, and, 
and now that police officer is no longer there on a regular basis. So uh, we, we deploy our resources as we see fit, but technology is, is really a great tool today uh, to help uh, stem any, any risk or uh, issues to our employees. Jim, what kind of response have you gotten so far to the new community and senior center? Yeah, we uh, we opened uh, officially a couple weeks ago, Saturday, and uh, it was there were hundreds of people there. It was a great grand opening. The mayor gave a, a fantastic speech. Uh, a few other folks start, stood up, and it, it was a it was a momentous occasion for the community. As as for decades, uh, we you know have strived for this you know a facility like that. Um, but uh, there was a lot of uh, really positive energy. Uh, it looks fantastic. We're working the bugs out right now. I know uh, uh, some uh, not many complaints, but one of the the, uh, the concerns is we're not open enough. We're not open all around the clock. Of course, we don't have the resources for that. But we're we're working the bugs out. We're still working on some of the communication and technology over there. Working on schedules. We're, we've hired a few people. Um, so give us a chance to work through all the schedules, but as, as we see more turnout and more needs, we'll, we will address them, but we didn't want to, you know, staff up for seven days, 24 hours, if, if that wasn't really needed. So we're, we're looking at those issues. I know some people have, have mentioned that, that we're not open all the time, every day of the week, but um, I think that's the only, the only thing I've heard really negative is that people want more hours. They want, they want to use that wonderful facility more, and we're, we're going to work on that, but it's, uh, it's really a great, uh, great time to be in Wyndham, to live in Wyndham. Uh, we're trying to improve these quality of life issues, and one, and one of them on the positive front is is this wonderful community center. COVID still an issue locally, and the weekend since Friday, Wyndham had 11 new cases in the last six days. They didn't report on Monday because of Memorial Day, but in the last six days, 27 new cases. In the last two weeks, 80 new cases. So you really can't let your guard down, and it ran through town hall too. Yeah, uh, you know, Wayne, we, uh, the good news is this, that we, we seem to be gone, going down now. Uh, they go back two weeks, three, four weeks, and that's why you see the numbers the way they are. It seems like the more recent numbers are starting to come down. Uh, we had, like everywhere else in the community uh, and in Connecticut, we had a surge there at Town Hall two or three weeks ago. We had, we've had a, a number of employees come, come down with the, the virus, and uh, most all of them came through it with flying collars. Nobody was seriously injured. There's a few people that have got some lingering uh, symptoms, but uh, we had a number of people out, uh, you know, throughout the organization. Uh, we tried to keep the services going. You know, we had other people filling in for them and, and working extra time. Some of them worked from home to try to keep the, the services going. Uh, you know, it's sort of like uh, mom never gets a day off, and we're, we're sort of like mom. You know, if, if we're sick, we still got to get, you know, get things done. So, I really kudos to the staff that, that kept working even when they weren't feeling too good from home or on the phone or whatever they did for for the community to keep keep things going. But, uh, you know, I'm optimistic through the summer we're going to see lower numbers in the community. and uh, But we have to be, as, I, as I've said for months now, we need to be looking ahead towards November, October, November, December, because I think we're going to see another surge as the weather gets colder. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know which variant it's going to be. People should be vaccinated, get boosted. Um, and, and do that regularly just as it's being recommended. Uh, don't, don't become your own doctor. Get, get advice from your doctor. Get advice from the CDC. Uh, don't, don't think you know everything. Uh, listen to experts. That's, that's my advice to everyone. And one sign that things are getting better is that Third Thursday came back a few weeks ago. 
couple of thoughts on the return of Third Thursday to Main Street. Yeah, I you know we came back with a with a roar. I, I think uh, we had quite a few people out there. The weather was it was kind of overcast, but um, it was it was a good time. I think a lot of people came back. They were glad to be there, and uh, there were a lot of vendors. Uh, happy to see you know all the vendors on the street. So it went really well. Thanks to all the volunteers. I know a lot of people uh, volunteer their time to to prepare and plan for that event, and then. Of course, uh, uh, during the day of the event, they're out there on the street, uh, making sure everything's running running well. But it's it's a you know it's a staple event for our community, and uh, you know I'm, I'm uh, looking forward for a, a full season of uh, uh, back to third Thursday, and looking forward to the boombox parade too. I know that you go all out with that, especially the red clown nose there. But just talk about the importance of making sure that those events can go on go on safely, and what events like Third Thursday, like the Boombox Parade, mean to this town? Wayne, Wayne, that, that wasn't a clown nose last year. That was that was my real nose. Wow. Hope you're better now. Would you just you have a bender the night before? I, you know, I, I just, people, you know, you just let it slip, make fun of my nose. I, I don't know what to say. Anyway, yes, the Boombox Parade is coming back. We should have uh, all the great participation by the community this year again we you know for whatever reason that that's one of those events we don't do a lot of planning everybody just sort of shows up i know you're you kind of lead the charge on on making that happen every year of course the way you guys promote it really helps make sure success every year but you know everybody in the state knows to just kind of converge on windham on july 4th at 11 o'clock and uh it, it just works out so uh, this year, we don't have construction in the way. We've got the full parking lot of the Jilson uh, parcel, the, the major parcel there, to, available for, for lining people up. So that's the good news last year. I think it was a little a little messed up. We had a lot of construction. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, Wayne, as, as usual. I think uh, uh, it, it wouldn't be a parade without you and, and some of the others that come regularly to this. The, the governor, uh, we hope, will be there. And, uh, and our uh, other representatives will be there uh, leading us through the, uh, through the city. If you want to see Jim's red nose, go to our website, wyli.com. And I think by the time you do it, it'll flip over to the past guest. But go on the right margin, Wayne's guest, and click on past, and you'll see the picture of me with the red nose town manager. Saving the best for last, big event coming up on Saturday. Speaking of important events in town like Third Thursday and Boombox, how about... Not just the Shabu Fest, but just the, the, all the many great events we are having this summer at the Jilson Square and Shabu Stage. Yeah, we're off to a good, I'll call it a reboot here because, of you know, with COVID, we had a couple of years of, uh, you know, a, you know minimum, minimal uh, uh, different performances and things. We just concerned about COVID, of course. Uh, but this year, we seem to have a pretty good schedule getting back on track, but one of our feature events that has been ongoing even before the stage and uh, in this community is, is Mr. Foster puts on the Shabu All-Star performance and show. It's always a great, you, you know, you get your money's worth, uh, and it's just a great day, again, celebrating all the things that, with music, uh, celebrating the past, celebrating uh, all the successes we're having in Wyndham. But it's, it's coming up this weekend, so if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. And uh, it's it's always a good show. He's got a lot of good performers again coming to uh, to the stage and to win them this year. 
Oh, so much looking forward to that event coming up on Saturday, all afternoon and all evening at Jilson Square at the Shabu Stage. Jim, great job catching up. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Wayne. Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street, Nash Street, Willimantic, headquartered in East Hartford. PMR operates state-of-the-art processing facilities in Canastota, New York, Willimantic, Connecticut, and Orangeburg, South Carolina. Learn more at pmrinc.com. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.